Welcome to the Cup of Confidence podcast with me, Helen Walker, helping you create a business and life that you love. It all starts with removing that voice of self-doubt so you can become the most confident version of you. Right, let's do this. Why are women so flipping hard on themselves? This is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. I was inspired to record this podcast episode after a Facebook Live I did a few weeks ago. Now, I wasn't having the best day. I was actually creating a presentation on how to overcome imposter syndrome. When I had an attack of imposter syndrome, I started to doubt myself. What did I know about imposter syndrome? Who was I to tell people how to overcome imposter syndrome when here I was racked with self-doubt? I told myself that was an idiot and that was stupid and that I should know more. I started to question if I was actually helping my clients, or they were just being nice continuing to work with me. Classic imposter syndrome. Now, I was tired. Now, I was tired, and I hadn't slept properly for weeks, because old Henry, who's about to turn one, had decided that he's now going to go from perfect sleeper to ten times a night waker. Tiredness always, without fail, triggers my imposter syndrome. I know this, yet here I was, being incredibly hard on myself, Now, I know that I'm not alone when it comes to beating myself up for not being superhuman. Ambitious women, talented women, business owners, some starting out, some a few years in, women making lots of money, all share this same deep-rooted belief that I'm not good enough. It shows up in all sorts of ways and causes us to sabotage our own success. We tell ourselves, sometimes subconsciously without even realising, sometimes out loud, and sometimes we even declare it out loud to others that I'm not intelligent enough, I'm not thin enough, I'm not attractive enough, I haven't got what it takes to run a business, I'm stupid. The list of abuse we give ourselves is endless. Now running a business is hard at the best of times. There's no getting away from that fact. But we women seem to make it a million times harder by being so hard on ourselves. We expect ourselves to be perfect, to never fail, to never make a mistake, to never feel worried or feel anxious. We want to be the perfect wife, girlfriend, perfect mum, businesswoman and perfect friend. We have to have it all together, all of the time. And we got to look good whilst we do it, juggling 357 plates with a face full of makeup looking like a size 8 catwalk model. And it's not getting any better. Women are getting harder and harder on themselves. We are creating our own pain, our own misery in life. We're not creating the life and business we really want because we beat up on ourselves every single day about everything. Why the heck do we do this? Why do we treat ourselves so badly? Well, you don't need to look too far for one of the main culprits. Pick up your phone and open any one of your social media accounts. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Stories, LinkedIn, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, and now Clubhouse, whatever that is. Now, I love social media. It's a brilliant tool when it comes to shouting about your business, and it's a great way of keeping in touch. Technology is great, but if we're not careful, it only adds to the collection of sticks that we use to beat ourselves up with. We use it as another way to compare ourselves to others. We conclude that we're not as good as the bikini-clad, successful, got-it-all-together woman that we're stalking each day. And it's not just social media that makes us so hard on ourselves. 
Society and the million and one marketing messages that we see on a daily basis doesn't help. Every day, the definition of success is dictated to us. We are told what and how we should be every single day. Being successful means earning a certain amount of money. Success means you're mixing in the right circles business-wise. You should have a university degree. You should be married and have started a family by a certain point. Your house should look like this. You should be driving this type of car. You need to be carrying a designer bag, wearing designer shoes and have expensive jewellery. You should be sat on a beach drinking mojitos whilst closing business deals. We almost always fall short of what we see, of how we are told life should be. We conclude that we are a failure and that we're not good enough. So I just want to put it out there. Success doesn't always mean a certain amount of money. You don't have to be a certain way to be successful. You don't need anything materialistic to show how successful you are. Those people drinking mojitos don't have life all sorted out. That successful woman you follow on Facebook, she worries, she frets, she stresses, she thinks she's not good enough, just like you and me. Because we are all human and we are all wired the same way. We need to recognise that we are bombarded with some seriously unrealistic messages and flawed advertising. Designer bags and working on a beach, that's not everyone's view of success. Yet we've become brainwashed into believing that if we aren't living the same life as these people, then we've failed and somehow we're falling short. Success is whatever you want it to be. And let's not forget that we now live in a world where our attention is now a valuable commodity and savvy business companies use our own psychology against us. We are brainwashed into wanting more because having enough now feels like a failure because having enough means you won't buy any more of what they're selling. Our thoughts and our beliefs have become so consumed with what we think we should be doing, where we think we should be in our business and in our life, consumed with how much money we think we should be earning, that we forget to stop and ask ourselves, what do I actually want? What's important for me? What will make me feel successful? Women have come to demand more and we expect to be equally treated and rightly so. We're no longer just housewives and caregivers. We are that plus a lot more. We are business owners, breadwinners, great friends, girlfriends, wives and amazing mums. Yet, we strive to perform each role with total perfection. And it's impossible. We see others seemingly having it all. It's time to stop being hard on ourselves. It's time to reclaim our superpower and build a life and a business that we love. That starts with removing that self-doubt and overcoming your imposter syndrome. And I'm running a free masterclass which will help you do just that. Imposter syndrome is the chronic self-doubt that you're not as good as people think you are and that one day you're going to get found out. In my masterclass, I will teach you how to spot the signs of imposter syndrome so they no longer sabotage your success. You will learn the exact steps you need to finally stop feeling like an imposter, banish self-doubt so you can finally step out your comfort zone and take action and build a business you love. The masterclass is completely free. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. And we internalise that to mean that I have to be a perfect spouse, a great mother, 
a great business owner. Geez, I have to be superwoman. Our standards are off the scale. They are so unrealistic and something has to give. And the pressure on us is mounting to look good. Not too fat, yet not too thin. We hold ourselves up to these perfect airbrushed models. We're expected to be nice, but not too nice that people will walk all over us. We're told to be assertive, yet not too bitchy. We need to be leaders, but not too bossy. We need to be attractive, but not too slutty. For God's sake, who the hell are we supposed to be? This is impossible. Is there any wonder women all over the world beat themselves up every single day? The way we think about failure contributes to the way we beat up on ourselves. We've bought into the idea that failing is somehow wrong. We've forgotten that the art of failing is nature's way of helping us learn. How do babies learn some of the most fundamental and most important skills of their life? What do they do? Crawling, eating, walking, how do they master each one? Each and every milestone is perfected by making a million and one mistakes. Because each mistake is an opportunity to learn. At what age is this truth robbed from our belief system? At what age do we start believing in this ridiculous idea that making mistakes is wrong? It is absurd to think you can do anything in life, never mind build a business without making a few mistakes along the way. It's time we saw this and stopped worrying about making mistakes. We have to stop beating ourselves up for every little mistake we make and we have to turn them into celebrations because we're learning and that is brilliant. Let me ask you this, how are you with compliments? Women struggle to accept compliments and I am one of the world's worst. In fact, most women struggle in this department. Women with high self-esteem reject compliments because they want to appear modest. Women with low self-esteem, reject compliments because this external positivity clashes with their internal view of themselves. We now live in a world where a simple thank you in response to a compliment can be seen as conceited or egocentric, and it is utter madness. Research shows that women are generally more nurturing and empathetic to others than men. Yet at the same time, we are meaner, more dismissive and critical of ourselves. The message that women receive is loud and clear. Other people are more important than you. You should be generous and forgiving towards others, but punish yourself when you get it wrong. We are told that in order to feel good about ourselves, we need to be somehow special. Our sense of worth is up and down like a yo-yo, all based on our latest success or failure. We get an incredible high when we receive a compliment Yet we feel destroyed when someone criticises us. And of course, we spend the whole day beating ourselves up like crazy. So what the heck do we do? How do we stop this need to constantly pull ourselves to shreds? Because right now it feels like everything is against us. Society, marketing messages, our own mind. The truth is, we need to stop looking outside for a solution to an inside job. We need to start with ourselves then support other women to do the same. We need to see ourselves as good and realise that this incredible pressure we put on ourselves to reach perfection simply isn't attainable. We need to learn to be compassionate to ourselves for being human. So let's start being kind to ourselves. 
It sounds really simple, but it takes practice and awareness. We need to unlearn all those unhelpful, negative beliefs and thoughts that we hold about ourselves in order to unlock the key to moving forward. Now, this all might sound a bit touchy-feely and it's incredibly un-British of us, but this is all based on hard science. Studies actually show that women who show compassion to themselves are less depressed, anxious and stressed, they're happier, they're more confident, they're more successful and satisfied with their lives when compared to their harshly self-critical counterparts. You might be so out of touch with the idea of self-compassion and self-care that you might be sat wondering, what the heck do I do? Well, self-compassion is being kind and supportive to yourself. It's treating yourself exactly how you would do a good friend. It means that we recognise that we're human and that every single one of us is imperfect. It's about putting things in perspective and seeing our situations for what they are and not having a meltdown about it. Yeah, you're going to do stuff in your business that goes wrong. A lot. You're going to do a live video. The tech's not going to work. You're going to forget what you're talking about. You're going to go off on a tangent and fluff your words. You're going to launch a product and it's going to flop. You're going to set a goal and you're going to miss it by miles. There'll be months when you don't make the kind of money that you need to make. But for each situation, see it for what it is. Accept it. Learn from it. But don't make it personal. You're not a failure because something didn't go to plan. It's worth pointing out that self-criticism is actually a survival technique. Now, it's become a little bit outdated and we overuse it in all the wrong situations now. But back in the Stone Age, it was imperative that you knew your weaknesses because it really was a matter of life and death. If you're not fit enough to hunt and gather, then you were a drag on the team's resources. It was pretty important that you rightened your floor quickly to avoid being ostracised from the group or worse still, eaten by something bigger than you. The flight or fight response triggers the release of the stress hormone cortisol, which is helpful if you're faced with certain death and you need to respond quickly. It's not so helpful if you're simply thinking about increasing your prices or wanting to do a live video on Facebook. Self-compassion, on the other hand, taps into our caregiving system. When we show ourselves compassion, we reduce that level of cortisol and we release oxytocin, That's the feel-good hormone that helps us to feel safe, supported and secure. People who are self-compassionate tend to stick to their goals and are way more productive and are less harsh on themselves. I always get my clients to ask themselves, would you criticise your friend in the same way you do yourself in the hope of helping them find a solution? Of course not. Most likely, you'd be a lovely, supportive friend. You might show a bit of tough love, but you'd be kind. You would let your friend know that you were there for them, that you understood. You wouldn't call them a blithering idiot and tell them to pack their dreams in right away, would you? Then why do we think that beating ourselves up helps us to be on our A-game? We women need to remember that we have an incredibly powerful tool at our disposal that we can use to stop this debilitating act of pulling ourselves down. We have a superpower. We are natural carers. All we need is to direct that compassion and kindness our own way. All the help we need to thrive is inside of us. It's there whenever we need it. But we have to forget that this idea that
that others are worthy of kindness and we're not. We need to bring awareness to our thoughts, catch the negative self-talk that's often hidden away in our subconscious thinking and journaling is a brilliant way and scientifically proven to help change the way we view ourselves. We need to rid ourselves of the negative beliefs and the mindset gremlins that we hold that tell us that we're not good enough, we're not experienced enough, we're stupid and not worthy because it's simply not true. Make a declaration today that from now on it is self-compassion all the way because ladies we really are worth it. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Confidence podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. It's time to stop being hard on ourselves. It's time to reclaim our superpower and build a life and a business that we love. That starts with removing that self-doubt and overcoming your imposter syndrome. And I'm running a free masterclass which will help you do just that. Imposter syndrome is the chronic self-doubt that you're not as good as people think you are and that one day you're going to get found out. In my masterclass, I will teach you how to spot the signs of imposter syndrome so they no longer sabotage your success. You will learn the exact steps you need to finally stop feeling like an imposter, banish self-doubt so you can finally step out your comfort zone and take action and build a business you love. The masterclass is completely free. Click the link in the show notes to sign up.